Hello and welcome to the last scene. Today I will discuss the last scene of Army of the Dead, the new Netflix movie directed by Zack Snyder. Hello again and thank you for listening. So first I will let you know a little bit about the movie, its background, the story, and then I will discuss the last scene just give you a brief description of what happens and then I will tell you why I chose it what makes it memorable what makes it memorable for the good reasons and the bad reasons and then I will give it a grade out of 10 so the movie was released May 14th in theaters and then later on May 21st It was released on Netflix and it became one of the most watched Netflix movies ever. It is a zombie slash heist movie where Dave Bautista plays a character whose name is Scott Ward. Scott Ward? Scott Ward, yeah. And he is a mercenary and he has to assemble a team to go into Las Vegas the goal of the team is to retrieve $200 million from a casino for a businessman who is played by Hiroyuki Sanada, who is the, a Japanese actor. He plays Scorpion in the new Mortal Kombat movie. Mortal Kombat movie. And they get to keep $50 million. They get to divide between themselves the 50, um, $50 million from the $200 million they get from that um, safe, from a safe inside Las Vegas, um, on like underground. However, Dave Bautista and his crew will have to go into Las Vegas, who is quarantined. It's blocked off because of a zombie outbreak, and the zombies are t- have taken over, and They also have to be aware that the government is going to drop a nuclear weapon on the city to wipe out the whole city because there's no going back for for these people. As with um, any heist movie, you need different characters that do different things. And we meet Scott Ward's daughter, who for some reason is part of the group. Um, Tig Notaro who replaced Chris Delia for, for obvious reasons. And she's the pilot who's going to fly an helicopter out of the city after they get the money. We get a, um, a guy who has to open the safe because the safe is um, unbreakable. So there's a girl who plays a coyote who has to smuggle them into the city. Her name is... Um, her character's name is Lily, but she's a French French actress. Her name is Nora Ardenizea, something like that. And it's a very interesting mix. There are also two characters that are very important. There is a guy who is um, like a code breaker. Not a code. Yeah, he's a code breaker, basically. He has to open the safe once once they get there. And we also have Vendoro, played by Omari Ardwick from um, Power. And he um, he's very important to our 
to to this episode because he's part of the last scene. I have to admit, the movie is quite fun and I really enjoyed myself watching it. It's not too crazy. It's very interesting, I have to say. It's a it's a very good idea in terms of like renewing interest in the zombie genre. There hasn't been a lot of zombie movies in the past few years. I remember there was like a stretch of time where there were so many zombie movies coming out. And um, of course, we have The Walking Dead, etc. But I, I think it's a good way to kind of like... It's a different way. It's a different take on the on the zombie movie. It's like a heist movie and there are the zombies there. I have to say that I liked it, even though there are some things that to me didn't work but it's still a fun movie i still enjoyed it spoiler alert because i'm going into the last scene and explaining what happens if you don't mind thank you for listening if you mind just watch the movie and we can we can listen after at some point in the movie they open the safe once they open the safe um a lot of things start happening the zombies break through and they have to escape, etc. The guy who has to open the safe is attacked and Omari Aldrich's character, Vendoro, was inside the safe. He closes, um, the guy who has to open the safe, closes the, the door of the safe. Omari Aldrich is basically trapped inside of the safe. Okay, at some point there in the movie, that happens and toward the end, and we don't know anything else about Omari Aldrich's character whose name is Vendoro. The movie keeps going, a lot of stuff happens, and they drop the nuclear weapon, the nuclear bomb. They they drop the nuclear bomb on Las Vegas. So in my mind, he dies. They drop the nuclear weapon and he dies because there's no way he's going to live even if he's inside a safe. However, we get... A shot of the ruins of Las Vegas and Vendoro, I kid you not, gets out of a vent. It's like he gets out of a vent and he's carrying a bunch of like money bags and he's like screaming, hey, hey, trying to get someone. I don't know who, but hey, he gets out. He walks. He walks all the way to some kind of shack where he finds a car. And he conveniently finds the key to the car. And the car actually runs. And he drives to Utah. And then he rents a plane. On the plane, he was making a toast with the flat attendants. And he says a quote. And he feels like dizzy and doesn't feel too well. He goes to the bathroom. When he gets to the bathroom, he's looking at himself. And he's like checking his body. And then he notices on his right arm, there is a bite mark. I don't know where he got that bite, but it's there. And he he laughs in disbelief. And then he says an expletive and the movie ends. (laughs) I have to say, this is the most inconceivable ending there is to me. (laughs) I was just like, what? I thought the movie could have ended like five, like two to three minutes before, like five minutes before, because there was a touching moment between Ella Purnell and um, 
Scott Ward and Dave Bautista's character. Ella Brunel is, is plays her daughter. I don't know why they needed to add that, but it is what it is. But this is where my problems start with the last scene. I understand that this is a zombie movie and I have to suspend my disbelief going in. And maybe I am wrong for taking it this way. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't understand it. It's above me. I have no idea. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but the movie makes me want to laugh when I think about the ending. And I shouldn't be thinking too much about it. It's 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 a zombie movie. I don't know why I'm even doing this because it's a zombie movie. I don't know what I would what I was expecting. <laughs> But when you say the word nuclear bomb, I take that seriously. I don't think we should use these things lightly. A nuclear weapon is nothing to mess with. I've, I don't know how. Sometimes I feel like these movies take, take the word nuclear bomb lightly. And I feel like it kind of like desensitizes us to the actual um, damage that a nuclear bomb can do. It kind of also desensitizes us to the threat that is a nuclear um, weapon. Maybe it's the, I don't know, the rational person in me. Even in, even in watching a zombie movie, I'm expecting them to understand the, the gravity of, of the situation. We have nuclear weapons that can do a lot of damage. So understanding nuclear weapon is probably the most, you know, it's like the weapon that can do the most damage. So most filmmakers go with that. However, there are other bombs that can do a lot more damage. Let's say you drop like, I don't know the, the power from Moab. Let's say you drop a Moab, a mother of all bombs. It's like, it's like the second weapon used by the new by the u.s army and it's used for like underground places etc that could do a lot of damage too so let me just circle back my first problem with this is that i could believe that vendoro was alive because there has been instances where safes um have kept content inside of them intact during a nuclear, uh, after a nuclear bomb had been dropped. There was a safe at a bank called Teiku Bank in Hiroshima, and the content inside of the safe were not damaged. There is a, Neil, actually, the, Neil Las Vegas, there is a safe that was installed by a company called Mosler. It's the same company that made the Mosler safe in Hiroshima, where they wanted to show that even a nuclear bomb couldn't, um, couldn't destroy the content inside of um, their safe. Okay, I can understand that the safe was very, um, it was a contained, it was contained, it was underground. And I read there's, there are ways you can open a safe from the inside if you're stuck. Okay, fine. However, the, the whole, the safe was underground. The safe was several levels underground how did he just get out 
okay, the bomb destroyed most of the surface. He didn't destroy anything under. How did he get through all the rubbles? There are no elevators. There are no stairs. Most things are just destroyed. There are rubbles from the top that just, you know, just everything went down because of the the explosion. To me, like in most, in some places, I would say, or like there's like rubbles, concrete, steel, and all that stuff. Now, what are the chances that he would find a vent on that same day to get out? I don't think he would come. Maybe if he gets out, it would take some days. Okay, we, the movie doesn't tell you when he get when he gets out. Actually, I don't know if it's the same day. Okay, now let's say he gets out. Most of the roads around Las Vegas would be destroyed. Even if he finds a car, how would he? How did he get even leave the city? This is just like technical stuff. I'm gonna go into like the part of the actual <laughs> nuclear weapon. <laughs> the movie kind of like confuses me in that sense you cannot use the word nuclear bomb and not have and not have the actual destruction that comes with it all because dropping a nuclear weapon is something serious i don't think he would be alive even if he he is alive inside of the safe once he gets out the heat the radiation the destruction, all of these things would kill him. I'm glad he's the, you know, the last man standing. <laughs> it's okay. But at the same time, I'm like, I cannot take this one. I I, I can't take, you know, the, the zombies fighting. I can't take the biting, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> but him being alive after a nuclear weapon is dropped on the city where he was in the city and he gets out and he's fine. I can't take that. There are tools that you can use to kind of like see what I'm trying to say. There is a website called outrider.org where you can pick a city and choose a nuclear bomb that could be dropped on it and see what the effects are. And I, I did this for Las Vegas because it was in the movie and I was like, this cannot be real. The heat, the destruction, the radiation, there's no way. I also watched a video from a, a YouTube channel. The channel is called Curse Gazakt, and it's um, and it shows you what would happen if a nuclear bomb is dropped on a city, and the phases that they go through to show you that. I, I just was like, no, even if it's a zombie movie. Give it to me straight. Vendoro shouldn't be alive. To me, it's just inconceivable. Uh, and I, I just couldn't take that one. I could take everything else, like the zombies, the zombie apocalypse, but the actual nuclear weapon dropped on the city and him being alive couldn't. Um, for that reason, I give it a, a, a 3 out of 10. It's just... I understand they probably did it because from what I've heard there there is a there's a plan for like more movies, more content in that universe. There's a TV show I think that's coming out. But at the same time I'm like it doesn't make any sense, you know? I don't know why I'm trying to find sense in a zombie movie. <laughs> but here I am. 
Um, yeah, it's to me, it's called, I, that's what I call the trivialization of nuclear weapons. Okay, if you ask someone what you would a nuclear weapon do if it's dropped, they will not be able to explain the scale. And we shouldn't be able to explain the scale because it's it's something so inconceivable in our minds. And we just have depictions on movies and books, TV shows, etc. And even then it doesn't capture it. The, the sheer destruction that something like that does. It's ridiculous. Um, should watch Chernobyl because I think Chernobyl is like very good. Um, a very good depiction of like radiation and the power of nuclear um, energy. Um, yeah, I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't take that one, but um, I chose it be for that reason. I chose it because uh, it's it's so inconceivable, so unbelievable <laughs> that I just had to talk about it. <laughs> um, this was the last scene of uh, Army of the Dead. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. See you next time. <laughs>